Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave review so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use the promo code tsus to receive a 100 percent instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Was a great season, forty-two and twenty-one overall, sixteen and thirteen in SEC play. You won a game in Hoover. Most importantly, you were Columbia Regional Champions, and you were just two wins away 
from Omaha, Nebraska, which is this program's ultimate goal. But unfortunately, once again, you come up short. And the drought continues for South Carolina baseball. It's been since 2012. That is the last time the Gamecocks graced or made an appearance in the College World Series. And so the question, guys, now turns to this. What held the Yardcocks back from being an Omaha club this season? And, and what do they need to fix? What pieces do they need to add? What needs to change in order for South Carolina to take that next step? I think there are a couple of things. And guys, I've already said my piece on the late season collapse, if you will. I've already said my piece on the struggles down the stretch. We all understand how that impacted the the overall chances of South Carolina making it to Omaha. But I think there are a few things. I've got a list here, a few things that I think South Carolina, that you can look back on this season and say, if they just had this, or if they just had that, the end result might have been and probably would have been different. So when I look at South Carolina, the first thing, guys, that I think it's very easy to see that the Gamecocks did not have this season and that they must find a way to add going into 2024 if they're going to make a real push in Omaha is a true dominant ace on the mound. I mean, guys, when you think about it, the fact that South Carolina made it to the Super Regionals without Noah Hall for 90% of the season, without Will Sanders really ever at any point being the dominant version of himself that we had seen in the past, the fact that two of three of your weekend rotation guys It almost felt like they were non-existent for most of the season. And one of them obviously was with injury. Like the fact you made it to the Supers with that being a reality, having to move up your number three guy, Jack Mahoney, the number two spot, having to ask someone that was not originally in that weekend rotation to pitch in the three spot, having to ask someone that, hey, wasn't in the weekend rotation for quite a while, guys like Eli Jones, James Hicks, to pitch in the number one spot. The fact you had to do that and you were able to do it successfully and overcome the adversity that was Noah Hall's injury, overcome the adversity that was Will Sanders just flat out not being very good and still make it to the Super Regionals. That's impressive. But South Carolina baseball guys is missing that true dominant ace. They don't have a Paul Skeens right now. Look at Florida over the weekend. They don't have a Brandon Sproat. They don't have a Hurston Waldron. They don't have that signature ace that carried them to the promised land back in 2010, 11, and 12. You know, Blake Cooper was that guy. Michael Roth was that guy. They had those dudes. Every team that goes to the College World Series has that frontline starter, that bona fide ace. And you know why they have that, guys? Because you know what? To get to Omaha, you have to have that guy. 
even Wake Forest, who is nicknamed Rake Forest because they're all about swinging the sticks. Hell, they hit nine home runs in their clinching game against Alabama. But, guys, they've got one of the best starting pitchers in the country. And I know everybody with South Carolina, they want to talk about the hitting. And I'm going to get there. Trust me. The hitting inconsistencies. But when it comes to the postseason, and it comes to a Super Regional, and you're in Gainesville, and, hey, your offense throws up a four spot in game one. You got to find a way to win that ball game. And in the SEC, guys, we see it time and time again. Game ones, Friday nights in the SEC, most of the time, you got to find a way to win three to two. You got to find a way to win two to one. Sometimes you got to find a way to win one nothing. Like you have to have that guy that you can turn the baseball over to and feel confident each and every single game, each and every single week. Game one is ours because we got that guy on the mound. Will Sanders this year went four and four with a five four six ERA. That ain't good enough. That's just not good enough, man. South Carolina had a lot of capable pitchers on their roster this year. They had a lot of capable guys pitch on the weekend. There were some great performances, but you did not have that shutdown big time ace. And it's unfortunate that Eli Jerzenbeck is sidelined due to injury for, I would assume, the entire 2024 season. Because Tommy John, typically a year recovery. And we'll see. Maybe he can go the second half of the season. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I don't know exactly the full details of his injury. I know that Jack Mahoney was obviously sidelined for an extended period of time. But I think you look at a guy like Eli Jerzenbeck, he's got that stuff. And you got to find a guy with the stuff, too, guys. I'm not just talking about, like... Look at the guys at Florida. Brandon Sproat's touching 100. Hurston Waldrop is hitting 97 in the eighth inning. Like, Carolina's got a lot of capable ballplayers. They don't have those guys right now. They just don't have those kind of arms. And you need those kind of arms. In today's game especially, you have to have those kind of arms to compete at a high level. So the first thing the Gamecocks did not have that they've got to find moving forward to take the next step is a true dominant ace. Because even, guys, I said it in the preseason. I said it in the preseason. For South Carolina to reach its full potential, Will Sanders must be an all-conference or all-American caliber pitcher. And he was not. And I could argue that's one of the things that held South Carolina back. Because imagine you have Will Sanders in game one. Imagine he goes out there and gives you eight innings strong, one earned run. You win game one against Florida, guys. If you have that version of Will Sanders, you win game one. You win that ball game, and you completely change that weekend. But at no point, really, outside of maybe one or two starts, at no point did you have that guy. South Carolina has to find that guy. They've got to find their ace moving forward. Guys, something else I think held South kind of back this season, and they've got to fix moving forward if they're going to make that push to Omaha. Just flat-out consistency in the lineup. Because you still, here's the thing. You look at the numbers. There were a lot of positive strides made this year. But what's crazy is this. You still look at the numbers. Carolina hit 273 as a team. It's respectable, but it's not great. Guys, Carolina only had three hitters hit above 300. I mean, 626 strikeouts 
on the season. And this lineup, guys, was much, much better throughout the year. It, it, like, based off previous seasons that we have seen, they were much better. Don't get me wrong. The offense was much better. Made a lot of positive strides. A lot of guys had great seasons, right? I mean, Cole Messina hit 307. Braylon Wimmer hit 304. Did exactly what you'd hope he'd do. I mean, Ethan Petrie, of course, 376. He had 23 bombs. Messina was 17. Wimmer was 14. Gavin Costas hit 19 bombs. What a pickup that was out of the transfer portal. But you can never have too many sticks, right? And so you talk about this lineup. And consistency throughout, by the way. And injuries hurt this, for sure. Injuries hurt this, especially at the halfway point. But when South Carolina went cold, they went ice cold. And some of this can come back to the pitching, right? If you have that dominant ace, he can bail you out when the offense isn't swinging it quite the way you need to. But overall, just consistency in the lineup at times, not often, but at times it did feel like it went back to that feast or famine mentality. When pitchers were not helping the Gamecocks with walks, with hit-by-pitches, when South Carolina was not getting the assist, it seemed as if sometimes they just shut down as an offense. You've got to find ways to still be productive. You have to. And I know it's tough. It's much easier said than done, by the way. I mean, these are guys out there. Again, you saw the guys like Sprout, Waldrop. It's much easier said than done. But consistency, one through nine. I think we'd all agree, Carolina did not have that one through nine. They had that one through six, one through five, but it wasn't always one through nine. So more consistency in the lineup. And that brings me to this as well, because you saw seven, eight, nine. Let's just call it for what it is. Guys like Will Tippett, Dylan Brewer, and I think Tippett's got a... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bright future, by the way. But guys like Dylan Brewer, Evan Stone, you know, even when Cole Messina went out, Jonathan French, I mean, you saw these guys struggle, man. There's no other way to put it. You just saw them, even Carson Hornung, when he got his opportunities, you saw guys struggle, man. And I know some of these players I just mentioned, they dealt with injuries. I understand that. Caleb Denny. But something else that South Carolina, I think, did not have quite enough of, and that they've got to, whether it's through high school ranks, whether it's the transfer portal, they've got to go out and find more quality depth. Flat out, they've got to go out and find more quality depth. And you're able to do that through the portal. You're able to do that in recruiting. And that's the only way you can do it, adding 
quality bodies. You know, a team like Florida, it's not much different than football, guys. Florida's got guys on the bench that can come off and they're just as good as the starters. I don't know that the Gamecocks have that quite right now. And that's something that takes time. You build a program, it takes time. But there was there was a noticeable drop-off when your starters went out. And that leads me to, I was going to say the final thing. I'm going to add one more, though. I had four things on my list. I'm going to add a fifth. But on the, to piggyback off of the quality depth, why did you have to lean so much on depth? Well, guys, what South Carolina, this program, what they've got to figure out under Mark Kingston, and I am not here to attack Billy Anderson, who has been with the South Carolina baseball program for what feels like forever. But there has got to be a sit-down this offseason. They have got to have a come-to-Jesus meeting and just figure out why can the Yardcocks not stay healthy. Why? Because it didn't cost you everything this year like it did in 2022. But guys, Carolina, again, wasn't healthy. And I know injuries, they happen all over the country. And you're never going to get through a season in which you end the year with the same roster you started it with, where everybody's still 100%. That's just not realistic. But every year, man, it's pitcher after pitcher after pitcher going down with Tommy John. There's just constantly injuries with guys, you know, in your starting nine. I mean, a guy like Will McGillis, why was he rushed back early? Why was he rushed back to a point where he could tweak his injury? Why did that happen? We don't talk about that. Like, why was he rushed back to a point where he could re-aggravate that? The injuries, like, the ability to stay healthy, it ruined your chances in Omaha this year. And if you don't get it corrected, it's going to be the same old song and dance year after year after year. It's something that has to be addressed. It has to be. It must be addressed. Because I think back, I'm like, did South Carolina suffer this many injuries in 10, 11, 12? Like, I know injuries happen. Like, I recall specifically, Jackie Bradley Jr. went down for a month because he he messed up his wrist, right? Christian Walker dealt with a, uh, I think it was a broken hamate bone, I think that's what it's called, in his thumb, and he played through it in the College World Series. Like, those teams dealt with injuries, but it's like, these teams under Mark Kingston, they're not just injuries that are like a couple of weeks or a month. Like, bro, these injuries are knocking guys out for the season. I mean, we're talking about pitchers are dropping like flies. What is happening? And if it's bad luck, it's bad luck, but it must be reevaluated. Billy Anderson, the strength staff, they got to reevaluate what the hell they're doing. And maybe it's not on them. Maybe it's because these guys are playing year-round baseball. But there's got to be a look in the mirror. There has to be. To say, like, are we putting our guys in the best possible position to make it through a 60-plus game season healthy? Are we doing everything we can? If you can look in the mirror and say absolutely yes, then I guess you just chalk it up to bad luck and, the you know, it is what it is. But it just seems like, man, it is crazy how many pitchers go under the knife for South Carolina. It's absolutely bonkers. Can you stay healthy? Can you stay healthy for the most part? Can you not lose your big-time arms, man? Like, that, that is just, it's backbreaking. It's, its you know, the Eli Jerzenbeck injury, for example. It's, it's something's got to be reevaluated. And, and finally, guys, 
And I didn't have this one on my list, but it came to my mind as I was doing this, and it has to be included. What held the Yardcocks back this season? And what must they fix to take the next step and get to Omaha? Man, defensively. South Carolina's got to get better defensively. Bottom line. You know, I, you were great in the Columbia Regional. Did not make a single error. And you were great the majority of game one up until late in that game when you made an error. And then game two, it kind of went sideways on you. But we saw South Carolina struggle defensively at times. I mean, really struggle. And I don't have the SEC standings in front of me. The Gamecocks finished with a 975 fielding percentage. Not terrible. That's that's not awful. As I'm pulling up the statistics for the SEC, here we go. The Gamecocks in fielding percentage. Let's see here. Okay. South Carolina finished 12th out of 14 teams in the SEC in fielding percentage. Kentucky number one at 984, who also got eliminated the Super Regionals, by the way, by LSU on their home field, which is not surprising at all. But South Carolina finished 12th, guys. 975. That, that's, or tied for 11th, should I say. You know what's funny? Who do they finish tied with? The LSU Tigers. But when you're a team like LSU, who... Led the league in hitting, hitting 314, you're able to get away with it, right? <laughs> but if South Carolina is going to continue to be a pretty average hitting ball club, which, by the way, Carolina finished tied for 11th in that category as well, right? With Arkansas, hit 273, tied for 11th in hitting, second in ERA, right? So those two things balance out. The third facet of the game, fielding, defense, it's got to be top half of the league. It, it has to improve. It absolutely has to improve. And it held South Carolina back. It hurt them during that losing streak in the last month of the season. And it really gave them zero chance to win game two in Gainesville. It bit you multiple times. It has to be fixed. It has to be fixed moving forward. Because there's no excuse. You're at the University of South Carolina. You're good enough to be elite defensively. Absolutely, you're good enough. There is no excuse whatsoever. These are mental mistakes. They are not physical mistakes for the most part. And what I mean by that is a physical mistake is one in which, hey, you've made the play a thousand times. Ball takes a funny hop. You die for a ball and it goes off your glove and you're trying to make a play. You're going 100 and, you, you know, it's baseball. It happens, right? The not every bounce goes your way. But a mental mistake Guys, this is a ground ball. You've done this a thousand times, a thousand reps. You've done it correctly a thousand times. Why would you not do it correctly this time? It's all mental. It's all mental, man. And I know, again, easier said than done. Baseball's a very tough game. Errors are going to happen, but you have to minimize that. You have to minimize that. You have to find a way. So, again, guys, what I think held South kind of back from being an Omaha club this season and what they must correct going into 2024 if they're going to take the next step. Find a true dominant ace. Find consistency in your lineup one through nine. Go out and get those guys who give you the consistency. On that note, quality depth. Quality depth held you back. Go out and get those guys that give you quality depth going into 2024. <laughs> On that note as well, the ability to stay healthy. My goodness. Reevaluate what went wrong in 2022 and 2023. Why do some of your top players keep going down with injury, especially your pitchers? What must change? With the workout program, in-season, off-season, all the above. And finally, defensively. 
tied for 11th in the SEC defensively is not good enough at South Carolina. Held you back this year. What do you need to do to correct that?